Well, hey, everybody, it's Maylee Thomas. It's Texas Homegrown Music Time, and today I've got a guest that's so interesting. I really dig him. His name is Nathan Mongol Wells. You guys probably know him from Ottoman Turks. And if you were at TMR this last week, uh, weekend, boy, what a fabulous, fabulous time that was! And those cats, they really, really rocked the show. And I dig them so much. And I'm just so happy that I got to know Nathan on a more personal level and and hear a little history behind Ottoman Turks and also his solo career that's continuing. So we get to hear a song today that hasn't even been released yet. So sit back and relax and get ready for a fabulous interview with Nathan Mongol Wells. Before we do, I'm going to sing a song called Yeah, 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 and it's pretty much self-explanatory. Just one of those songs that kind of gets to you about how we just talk and talk and talk sometimes about things that don't really matter in a world that is just full of so much fun and intrigue. And I don't know, I'm probably right in the middle of it. So I wrote a song about it. And when we come back, we'll be with Nathan Mongol Wells right here on Texas Homegrown. Your lips are moving, I can hear you talking It's a hollow sound like a bullhorn squawking It's all about you, don't you get bored Don't you ever get tired of hearing your own voice Sure, sometimes it's a bad myth too But I slap myself, hey, how about you? I was thinking you could use a good slapping too Hey, how about now? Everybody said yeah
Well, we're back with my guest today, Nathan Mongol-Wills. Welcome to the show, Nathan. Thanks for having me, Maylee. Appreciate it. Of course. It. So um, we're on the heels of a big wing, a big weekend that we were both involved in for TMR 26. That's Texas Music Revolution, right in my hometown of McKinney, right. Texas. That was, uh, I got to tell you, that's been a highlight for me to have that converge on our downtown area and uh and it was really cool for me because the stage that you played on was just down the alley from me and I could I could hear you guys and I was digging it, I got to tell you. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, uh, uh, it's it's TMR is such a cool thing and then it feels so natural uh, in McKinney that it's hard to imagine it ever happened anywhere else or ever should, you know. Well, let's keep that in mind because yeah. <laughs> I want to keep it there for a long time and uh I'm still working on Josh trying to get this station moved down there, so Oh yeah, that'd be cool. We I would I would love that and uh had a lot of fun because you know we did we did the live shows at, on the square all last week and I got pinged so many times from people saying y'all need to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. No. I found out Chuck was not too too happy about the the prospect of driving an hour and 20 minutes to, to work. <laughs> well, there is that. So. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> there is that. Well, let's talk about um let's talk about first most people are, are certainly going to probably identify with you because of Ottoman Turks. Right. Um, this band that you've had for so long, and I didn't realize how long you'd had it, and so I do want to talk about that. But 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 we've got plenty of time to do that. I want to talk about your solo career and what's going on in this new record that you're working on and going to uh, release at the end of the or towards the end of the year with some singles coming out. And we're actually going to play one of those singles today. Or I, I think it could be a single. We're going to play it, it one of your be, songs yeah. today and um, before it's even people, out. So all you yeah, listeners people are gonna out hear, there, hear first. you get to hear it first. And I love it. I just got to tell you, what I love about your music, Nathan, is that I, I do remember it. It tells a story. And um, every every time I hear a song that you guys put out, I, I know that you're onto something because I remember it. And that's really what we want to do, right? We want to be able to identify a feeling with it. And I do. And it's fun music. Sometimes it's sad, but it, it evokes emotions that I like to feel when I hear music. And I don't know if that's what you were trying to do, but I'll tell you what, you certainly do that for me. Well, thank you. That's high praise. I mean, yeah, uh, I think that's probably what most of us love about music. And so that's definitely the goal. Um, I, I, in particular, have always loved songs with like very memorable and strong melodies. So like, I think that's generally where I try and start always. But then if you've got a good melody, you want the lyrics to match. And so it's always just sort of trying to uh, not best yourself, but just sort of put the, the most uh, distinct and interesting and, and uh, yeah, memorable, I guess, uh, uh, thing out there. So. Well, I know you, um, I, and I would like to talk about who your influences are, but I know some of your influences have has got to be guys that have done this, and they their their music is timeless. And um, right. so, tell me, tell me some of the influences that that you would say have marked your life and and guided you in in certain kind of genre. Well, certainly, I think, and you can probably hear this because it's hard to uh, uh, strip it out of my music, but. Um, I always say Hank Williams Sr. Uh, my grandparents gave me a record when I first discovered like my parents' record player, you know, and it was a greatest hits. And I, you know, just was in, completely enamored with it. It was the first like real, like real country thing that I'd ever just fallen in love with since, 
you know, when I was a kid, when I grew up listening to like gospel uh, stuff that my mom and family had on. Um, uh, another one that's, that's really hard for me to uh, not just constantly think of whenever I'm writing a song is Tom Waits, uh, mm-hmm. who does everything under the sun. And I've always loved that. Like he was never, has never been held back by any genre or strangeness or anything like that. Right. Even instruments, you know, it's, it's uh, beating on anvils and, you know, uh, recording chicken, uh, uh sizzling Scratching. on a skillet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those, those two are big for me. Um, uh, certainly in, in, in like, uh, just the basics of what I go for every time. And then of course there's a lot of like, especially as we get into the Ottoman Turk stuff, there's a lot of rock and roll there. I love the clash, um, and, and Primus, uh, and. Well, I definitely uh, think you had to have listened to some green day and some. Yes. Punk, green day was um, huge. I, man, when I discovered green day, I asked my parents for an electric guitar and everything was, you know, like they had already had me in guitar uh, lessons, classical, uh, Spanish classical for, for a while. And that was when I discovered that I could play stuff that I like, you know? And so they got me a Stratocaster and an amp and I, you know, I was lost. Yeah. I might say. Well, and you know, I'm so glad that they did that because, um, I did, we didn't force it on our kids and I wish we kind of would have, because now yeah. they all, they all are so ha- sad that, that we didn't. You know, and I was like, well, I just wanted it to be something that you wanted to do, not because we did it. Yeah, you know? for sure. And it's kind of hard. And I, I think I read somewhere that your that your family played gospel music, and that's kind of how you were brought up. Is that right? Yeah, no, my mom was a gospel singer uh, with her her church, and I mean, they toured around, and you know, like what I was, was her just, name, uh, uh, Bonnie Wells. Okay. Uh, she's still a great singer, but no longer with a band. Right. Uh, she just does it for family on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's always like a highlight of every year when she, and she and her sister, they've got that blood harmony thing. Like they don't even, uh, they used to be able, or when they would record together, they forgot who sang which part because it's just indecipherable from the other one, you know? Um, so that's always been cool. And they still sing together like on holidays and things like that. Or, uh, I guess it's very East Texas or small town, but they'll do it at funerals a lot of the time for family. Sure. Good ass to sing, but um, sure. So that was a big, you know, without even thinking about it, an influence. I still got some tapes of hers somewhere around here. So that's cool. And so, um, are, is she? Does she come out and see you play? And yeah, she like does. on the front row. Woohoo! Does oh she yeah, get oh, all yeah. teared up like I would if I saw my son up there playing music and all of the things. She's a very vocal uh, audience member, no doubt. <laughs> um, well, as a mom, no- I can tell you, there's nothing more gratifying than to see your children do something that you know they were they're, they're gifted to do and be able to see them fulfill that. And I, I, and you've already done that. I mean, I, whenever I have people on the show and they say things like, well, when I do so-and-so and I'm, I'm always like, are you playing gigs? Are you getting paid? Are you out there yeah. playing for people? You're doing it. You know yeah. I mean? There, that's, that's it. Right. That's been something that's taken a long time for me to, to, to allow myself to think, you know, I used to like introduce myself and say, well, you know, I wait tables, but then I, I play music on the side, but you know, it's, so it's taken me a long time to finally say, no, I'm a musician. And I do other things, uh, hopefully because I want to, but also because I have to. And but music's definitely the main focus. You know? Well, believe me, sweetheart, <laughs> I play. I've done. 
my whole life I've been doing other things so that I can play music. And uh, and, and probably because um, I got to the place where I wanted to, it's certainly now in my life where I wanted to be a little bit more picky about you know, didn't I don't play the rooms with the chicken wire where they can actually throw right. something at you if they don't yeah. like you. <laughs> but it's not that I haven't done that before. I've literally played in a place. It's probably been 20 plus years ago where I, I'd never seen that except for in a movie. I was like, yeah, Blue what, what is that doing? That? What is that gate? They were like, oh, that's mm-hmm. in case somebody gets drunk and starts throwing That's for stuff. your own safety, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> didn't even, I thought that was only in the movies. <laughs> That's well, cool. so um, what? Uh, tell tell me about this record. What do you think? What What are you trying to say with it? Because it's that I've only heard two tracks, and they're they both have very memorable messages. Is there yes. is there a theme, or do you think um, you're just you're just trying to talk about life and all of the all the things that you've been through in the last few years? A bit of both. Uh, there's definitely though. So it, it, the focus has for the past few years been on Ottoman Turks. And so putting this solo record together was really trying to collect all of these other songs that had been pushed sort of to the side while I focus on my band with my friends uh, that were all very, you know, uh, still special to me and just, they never quite fit in with the the Turks thing um, and, and put them or get them recorded and then sort of see what we had. And, Ultimately, the record that's come together actually does tell, it's almost a, con- a concept album in a way. It um, tells a story, a, a very personal story, but also one that I think a lot of people might identify with about sort of what we're talking about. It's that whole process of, of wrangling with the things that you love, uh, the people that you love, um, and the things that life sort of requires of you. Uh, in the pursuit of all of that stuff. And, you know, it's easy to, it's very easy to call it quits at any one thing uh, at any given time. But um, it's also, you know, I think as you get older, you, you try to start to learn what's really important and what you really value. You know, it's like you're saying, like, are you out there playing shows? Are you having fun? Are you, you know, doing things that you love, even if you only get to do it once a week or something like that? Um, so it tells a lot of, of, of sort of character studies as well around that, you know, but um, I think that's the central theme uh, in the end. Well, um, already talking to you and hearing what you're saying, I, I can tell you're just a really good human I, you know, well, I, you. I, 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 hope, I try to be. Right? No, no, no. I, I, I can tell that. And I especially when you're, you keep talking about love and about your friends and about trying to, you know, bring all this together. I, you know, I, I'm not going to get political. I certainly never do that. <laughs> but I, I really feel like um, the way the world is right now. And I, I'm going to say the world because I'm not, I don't think it's just in our country. I think it's all over. I think with everything that we've been through in the last couple of years um, with sure. the pandemic, yeah. certainly. But also um, just the temperature on, um, you know, things that are going on with injustices and, and, and everything. I, I really want to get back to having people pay more attention to what is really more important about life. And that is it's relational. Right. It's about right. Like, what, what are we what are we going to do? We're all we're all questioning why we're here many times. Yeah. I know I do it every you know, every few years I start looking at, you know, what is my purpose here? And, uh, and I, and I know that I was here, I was 
put here to not only play music, but to also enjoy it. And so I, this, what I'm doing right now and getting to share, um, you know, with other people, people like you and and their journey, I feel like that's my gift. And um, so once again, I I feel like I'm giving a gift to everyone in introducing them, people that may not know who Nathan Mongo Wells is. But um, I can tell you this, you guys are going to love his music and you're going to remember it. And so I'm going to play a song right now that's not even out yet that he was he so kindly let me let me introduce you to. And I'm already remembering the chorus. I'm already (laughs) singing it in my head and I've heard it one time. He just let me listen to it before we played it. And it's called First Day It's Warm. And I I guess that's the name of it, but it's actually the first day it's warm in Texas after yeah, yeah yeah you know you just you can only be so long right <laughs> right got to fit on the jukebox <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so um i'm gonna play that so i'm talking here on texas homegrown music with nathan mongo wells and of course many of you know him from ottoman turks and a lot of you may already know him from his solo um career as well because he's certainly done some other things but i'm excited about this new record nathan and i can't wait to play this song for everyone so we'll be right back with nathan mongo wells after this song beautiful song first day it's warm the first day it's warm after winter in texas anything becomes an excuse to get out and play ask a girl on a date Cause no one gets rejected The first day it's warm after winter in Texas There's a strong smell of barbecue for miles around the Sleeves all rolled up and the windows rolled down There's adults on the porch and kids in the street First time you've seen your poor neighbors in weeks It'll be freeze tag, dirty mag, six flags and ice cream School just got out you hear the kids down the block scream Drinking liquor in the front yard till they come and arrest us first day it's warm after winter in texas all the cowboys and cowgirls start to switch out their clothes box up felt hats there's no name for those it'll be short sleeves and straw Till at least late October Even the cattle are glad winter's over Uncle Al's trying to get his jalopy to start It's his project car and it's falling apart Well, it's sat in the back of the yard for a year today it's his baby tomorrow he won't care cause we'll have freeze tag daddy mag six flags and ice cream 
school just got out here the kids down the block stream drinking liquor in the front yard till they come and arrest us first day it's warm after winter in texas Everyone knows that there's no steadfast rule of heat in the summer and winter than cool. It couldn't be just as warm in December as in April. We'll all soon complain and say we all miss the cold. We're back with Nathan Wells, and I am um, I'm really looking forward to hearing some th- some stories now because I did a little bit of research and I've heard some tidbits, but I want to hear it from the horse's mouth because I, I you are quite an interesting cat. I mean, <laughs> uh, started Ottoman Turks. So I'm I'm thinking that this was your baby. You started at least um, ten years ago. Is that what I is that? Yeah. It's getting further and further away as as things tend to do. But yeah, it was high school. It was a senior year of high school, um, and it started out. It was supposed to be just a solo project that I I I didn't want to just call my own name. Which you know, here we are ten years later, and I've got a solo project with pretty much my own name. But uh, but uh, which, by the way, your own name is pretty cool. And I we didn't well, really talk about that either. You want to give me just a little backstory sure. on the whole. It all kind of goes together in a way. So, because Ottoman Turks is certainly an unusual name for a country band as well, yeah. um, or cu- whatever you want to call us, country rock and roll. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm but, I, I know we play a lot of it on KHYI, and I know that um, that when people explain to you guys that they say country, but it is an, a fusion of so many other things besides right. country. <laughs> it's just a fun. It's a fun sound. It just makes, you know, it really is a fun group. But go ahead and tell me. We get this. we get bored, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in high school, uh, I was raised sort of, my family traveled around a bunch. My grandparents worked in the State Department, so they were always overseas. So I just grew up sort of getting to visit them. To us, it was normal. I never even thought anything about it. And my mom just needed help with the kids like any mom does, you know. And uh, it's just the only place that she could go get that was um, – Bulgaria or South Africa or some other places. Uh, but the longest they lived uh, was always in the Middle East. Uh, they lived in Saudi uh, and then Kuwait. And we actually moved to Kuwait for two years when I was like uh, seven. Wow. And, uh, what an experience that must have been. Yeah. When you're a kid too, though, you just don't really think about it. It's just another place and you right. learn the cultures and just, you know, do your best to learn the language and all that sort of thing. Um, and, and we, you know, I have nothing but fond memories from that time. And I think that's uh, beautiful. I think people need to hear that. I tell people all the sure. time, you know, if um, well, yeah. if if we grew up in, um, you know, if we grew up in Afghanistan, we'd be likely be Muslim and we'd be good people and still, you know, right. right? So tell yeah. me about that, their adventures. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was certainly formative and, uh, and, and like you say, I'm, I'm married now and I'd love to bring my wife back over there uh, at some point. We've talked about going to Jordan or some other places. But uh, so in between my junior and senior year of high school, I actually did a study abroad to Jordan. Um, and it was all about like history and culture of the Middle East. And I had an iPod at the time. Obviously, it was 10 years ago. We all did. Um, and had tried to preload it with a bunch of stuff. And a friend had just introduced me to Tom Waits. And so I downloaded as much of his stuff as I possibly could, 
put it on the iPod. And so I was, you know, on a bus going around Jordan in the Middle East, uh, listening to Tom Waits, who's a very like Americana influence, like old jazz, blues, folk, that sort of thing. And just for some reason, all that came together. And I wanted to, I was just inspired to, you know, start a new project, which is what I did when I got back home. Um, and that was what Ottoman Turks was. And it, it, uh, went from being a solo project, uh, very quickly to being a band because it's always more fun to make music with your friends. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I pulled in, uh, Paul had been in a band with me before. And so I pulled him in to play drums and, uh, Billy was just somebody who also loved Tom Waits at school. So I'm like, you got to play something. And he's like, I guess I'll play bass because, you know, (laughs) most bassists don't set out to play bass in the beginning, but not all. Um, and then my, my sister was on keys and it was, we just would, we practiced in my parents' garage, you know, uh, it was very much a garage band for its first few years of existence. Um, and then later on, a few years later on, we added Josh on guitar and sort of took off from there. So, uh, or Josh, how did you Walker, meet Josh? He and Billy have known each other since kindergarten. Oh, wow. That's, I remember um, that. So they've like, they went to school together. The school that I eventually went to high school uh, with Billy, uh, Josh left like we, I came in ninth grade and he left in ninth grade. So like we never quite went to school together, but we knew each other because it's a very small school. Everybody sort of, you know, it was a very s- small circle. Um, but Mongol Wells was from that year as well because, uh, or my assumed middle name Mongol, uh, because there was this race, uh, that existed, or I think it, it still goes uh, like, it's still sort of a life dream to do it, but, um, it's a, a race from, uh, London to Mongolia and you have okay. to use like a small underpowered car and it's like a very sort of old school adventure thing. Oh, wow. And a friend of mine and I in high school were like, we got to do this. And in order to motiv- motivate ourselves to do it, we uh, set our Facebook names to Nathan Mongol Wells and his was had rally as the middle name. And, uh, and it just sort of stuck. And, and, and so became- what is your actual middle name? James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My parents are crazy, but they're not that crazy to name me Mongol. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I have I actual like family that think, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess I could do that to my kids maybe, but yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's sort of a, a quick version of all of those strange names. Uh, they always Ottoman made sense Turks. to me. So, so that's where we got Mongol. And then um, what, so what's uh when did you come up with Ottoman Turks? So coming back from that study abroad, I, uh, I, I had this idea for a new project and I wanted it to be this sort of union of all these different styles and stuff, you know, inspired by Tom Waits and things like that. And just to do something, uh, that incorporated all the different types of music that I loved. And, um, and the Ottoman empire, at least when it was first created sort of was this, uh, mix of East and West and, you know, uh, all sorts of different peoples and religions were all sort of mingling and it was uh, a big uh, union of things and ideas and stuff like that. And so I thought it was sort of fitting to name it after this uh, civilization that eventually sort of crumbled and did not become the the symbol of unity that it was in the beginning, but you know, well, you can change. So that. it goes, you can still yeah. do that. You can still do We've that. We've always said that we're, we're uh, yeah, we're on a mission of, of, of awareness and things like that. So. Fantastic. And I love that. And I, and that's, again, I knew you had something cool to say about it. I knew it had some kind of a, 
really <laughs> nice, cool factor to it. But um, so tell me, you started you you started recording um, in your bathroom. Yeah. Uh, just I I for some reason it was like a comfortable place. If you pulled the drawer out on the left, you could set a computer there, and you know you cl- close the door and it's got semi decent acoustics. Yeah. It was a, a funny. It was an oddly shaped bathroom, so it did have all these like angles to it. You know. Right. Um, and so Ottoman Turks and a lot, you know, there were some songs that I think still exist in my solo repertoire that were all, uh, at least got their start in that, in that bathroom. Yeah. With little demos, you know, on garage band. Right. Um, but I miss that bathroom. (laughs) Do you? I was going to ask you how long ago has it been since you've been in that bathroom? (laughs) My parents moved. It's like, a couple years into when I was in college and it was, you know, very sad. I loved that house in general. It was right on the edge of Deep Ellum. So we used to like be able to go play it or load into a show in high school and we'd drive back and then just walk back to the venue and never have to pay for parking. Nice. And boy, yeah. I'm, and, and near Deep Ellum. So you guys, and we're talking about when things were really hopping. Of course, you know, they're st- starting to come back again. Yeah. But um, it's definitely gone through some changes. And I, oh, yeah. Because I, I played there a lot in the 90s when it was, you know, you you couldn't find a parking place ever. Right. <laughs> the streets were just completely congested all the time. And but it was fun. I enjoyed it. And uh, and I had some great memories. And of course, you know, lots of great bands came out of that um, era for sure. Oh, for sure. But yeah. it's, it's coming back. And I still, you know, I still love to go down. It's very nostalgic for me. But, yeah. um, you know, that was that was a lot of a lot less gray hairs ago for me, for, for, me, <laughs> for sure. But right. um, so I so now Ottoman Turks, you guys, I got to tell you a funny story. So my my guy, the guys in my band, my bass player especially came over to me. And I, you know, I told was telling you guys on air that we just came off the heels of TMR where we had, you know, I think it was close to 100 bands in two days. Yeah, I, I may have been over, honestly. I think yeah. uh, Chuck told me it was 101. There so. we go. And, <laughs> and 20 stages um, from indoor and outdoor. But uh, so I, you know, I was man in a stage, of course, and didn't get to go off very often. But my bass player came over and he was like, oh my gosh, I just heard this incredible band. They're so fun. Uh, and he says, kind of like, um, how did he describe you guys? It was it was really funny. He didn't say Green Day, but he was saying something, you know, and he used like three or four different styles and said, had to be Ottoman Turks. Yeah, it was Ottoman Turks. Nice. nice. And and I thought it was so fun because he's just an old fart, you know, and, and, <laughs> and he was really digging it. And I, I I thought, you know, that's what's beautiful about y'all's music is and because of the influences that you've told me that, you know, it brings in so many different um, eras of, of, of styles that there's some somebody's going to walk away feeling good from that music. Yeah. Well, and I, I hope so. I'm, I'm sure that was what you guys were wanting to do, but at the, the at the end of the day, you're actually playing something that makes you feel good and that you can have fun doing. And that's what right. I see when I see you guys play. I mean, you're always, you, I, I can tell there's definitely great relationships in that band because you guys have a lot of presence with one another. And every once in a while, I can see the looks between you. Maybe somebody <laughs> did something funky. You know, I I, I yeah. notice all those things. But I can tell you guys are having a good time. Yeah, it, it we we came really close before our first record was recorded um, to breaking up. Actually, just because 
it was timing, you know, we were out of college, sort of aimless, not really sure exactly what, what we were going to do or what we were doing as a band. And, um, and so we decided to just take whatever gig came our way and not like seek out booking anymore. And just like, we figured they would slowly taper off and then we'd be done. Um, instead of, you know, just tearing off the bandaid and breaking up or anything like that. Um, but the funny thing that happened when we decided that was that there were no stakes anymore. You know, it wasn't like every show had to be like this incredible thing and get all these people there. And we just started to have fun at every show. And we like found ourselves in that, you know, and that was about the time that we started talking to state fair records who came out to see one of those like final quote unquote shows. And, uh, it just really lit a new fire in us. And, and we had a new goal to just have as much fun as we possibly could on stage and try and push that out to everybody else off stage as well. Because if it's not fun, then why do it, right? Well, that has been my motto for a long, long <laughs> yeah. time. And um, and I can tell yeah. you, there's been a couple times where we've walked off the stage, my husband, because, you know, try playing in a band with your spouse. Yeah, well, I did it with my sister for long enough. I know I can only imagine how tough that would be. Yeah. So, and even your sister, you're not going to bed with her. So, yeah, true. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, true. it can be tough. But um, we've gotten to the place where we do this because it's fun. And if it's not, we're like, we're going to stop. If it, yeah. not, if it stops being fun. And it's kind of like, um, you probably can't relate. I don't know if you can or can't relate to this. It's kind of like a sport you might play or like George and I both, we play a little bit of golf and we're not great at it, but right. we'll play. And he's actually better, way better than I am. But every once in a while I hit a really good shot and it feels really good. And I go, yeah, I actually do like this. And it's, right, right. it's like that even with the band, you know, there might be a couple of times you're like, Oh, that wasn't so fun. Or that gig was kind of weird, but then you hit one yeah. that's great and you're going, you know, I really do love this. And right. you, Every time you have to load the car in the heat, I think you have to question <laughs> yeah. your, your, your decisions a little bit. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to play an Ottoman Turk song now. It's called Traveling Blues. And I really love this song. And I love this band. And Nathan, I just think I, I, I think I'm in love with you. I think you're just a wonderful <laughs> person. I can already well, the tell. The feeling's mutual. I yeah. can already tell that you're just a wonderful, good human. And um, I think probably... Part of what makes you so special is that you have seen the world. And I think you probably do have an understanding of life a little more than some people that are in there, that little, um, you know, that little bubble and they don't really understand the complexity of life is really just about connecting and not judging and just being open to learning about other people and other cultures and, and understanding that we're all actually so much the same. Maybe we speak yeah, a little bit of different language yeah. and maybe we eat a little bit of something different. Me, I like to discover it all. I'm just one of those people that loves to loves to experience it. And uh, I can tell you're that way, too. So we're going to play Traveling Blues by Ottoman Turks. And we come back, we're going to talk some more with Nathan about uh, what they've got coming up. And uh, you're listening to Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas in this song, Traveling Blues. I know it's been
back with Nathan Mongol Wells of Ottoman Turks and also a solo career. And uh, I think I think I read somewhere, maybe it was on y'all's website or something, where you guys were described as the um, outlaw country garage punk. Well, I mean, a whole slew of rock yeah. bands, and and really, that's true. And I'll tell you, I really dig your videos. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know who's behind all that, but I love the look of it because I'm I'm really into film. I don't, you know, I I love all that. Um, I'm a, I'm an analog girl, so you know, I I I still love that. I still love the hiss of playing a, an actual record. An album. Yeah, so do we. I love to drop the needle, and um, and so and thankfully for my daughters, my youngest daughter especially, she loves vinyl, and so I'm always you know grabbing cool records for her to have, and she'll probably be, you know, one day in 25 years, it'll really be something to have, you know, these yeah. records. Well, I'm so glad that it's still a thing, you know, because uh, I, I I love records too. Well, and I, I, I say this all the time. I mean, I grew up when you actually did save your money. You got Well, I, I got an allowance and certainly I had chores and I would on Friday, you know, I take my money down to the record store and I couldn't wait to pick out a record and, you know, pull that cellophane and open it up and actually read about the artists and know where right. it was, where, where it was made. And um, and I, I miss that. You know, these sure, downloads yeah. are just, they just took all that away from us. And yeah. half the time, you know, we'll hear songs and I'll ask people who it is and they don't know, <laughs> you know, or, 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 or who's playing on it or who's, in, you yeah, know, yeah, where did yeah. they record it that, you know, you just, you don't know. And I miss that, Nathan, don't yeah. you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, that was part of the thing that we were so just sort of blown away when State Fair Records came and said, hey, we'd like to put out, you know, we, we like we, this energy that y'all have and we want to put that out and and then they ended up so we've got two records out and they're both on vinyl so i'll have to bring you a couple of them um but uh yeah and we and we put a lot of thought and effort into that like the sleeve and the art and, and there's this great artist that we know edward hatter who designed both of the records and they're sort of a companion thing and uh so yeah, yeah i love it i mean i'm 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 really digging the whole branding that you have for ottoman turks and i i love how fun i mean i love seeing you get pushed in the shopping cart and the, i mean everything about you <laughs> yeah, guys right. it, it just makes it fun and i feel like um you're embracing this idea of never really growing up because i think that being an adult is way overrated and i Agreed. think that i think it's more fun to go through life with that childlike um, you know, naivete or whatever you want to call it and, um, and have fun and realize that, you know, we can still, you can still be successful in life and not be an old fuddy dud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. That's, you know, <laughs> I, I, I already know you do. And by the way, <laughs> um, because I did have uh, interview, um, state fair records, I had the pleasure of getting to meet oh, your wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, right. Yeah, yeah. What a sweet gal she is. Yeah. What a a sweet girl. And I can totally see completely how you fell head over heels for that little thing because she's a. It happened quick. Yeah. (laughs) She's a. Did it happen? Let me hear how quick. Uh, Well, let's see. We uh, met, I guess you could say. We were like reacquainted. We went to middle school or junior high together, but like didn't really know each other. So it was through a mutual friend. We were reintroduced in like January engaged in July and 
married in December. <laughs> oh, that's not so bad. That's that's almost a year. Almost you know, a year. Almost a year. That's okay. And how long ago was that? Yeah, I think you guys got married in 2018. Is that right or no? No, even further. I think it was 2013. So oh, yeah, my goodness. we're almost okay. 10 years. This wow. year will be nine. Yay. Well, that yeah. is, that's even better because you guys talk about each other as if you're newlyweds. And I love that. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I do. I love that. Yeah. And I can tell you that um, it's a journey um, having been with my husband for 31 years now. Um, yeah. and we'll we've get been, there, I guess. <laughs> we've been through some stuff. We've got, we've got grandkids now, but, um, we're now empty nesters and it's been a lot of fun for us. We're back into, um, adventurous times. And I, yeah, when I say sure. adventurous, I mean, from to the gambit of, you know, after, you know, having afternoon delights and v- doing things <laughs> that we weren't ever able to do before because we had kids running around and right. we're just enjoying it. So, let it thrive. It's a lot of fun. And the fact that she's um, so involved in the music business is certainly going to be a big plus for you because that's always hard when you're a musician and you marry and the other person isn't involved in what you do. Right. That certainly she's got the understanding and, and vice versa, you know, uh, the trick is turning it off. We both tend to just work all the time, you know, <laughs> but um well, but you're we talking kind of love that. You're talking to two workaholics. George and I are, yeah. you know, we were people are always talking about how we have so much going on all the time, but it you know, that's that what way. we yeah. love. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's right. what we love. So Well, and if you can do it together, it's, it makes it a little bit easier. So. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, well, um so what's what's in store for Ottoman Turks? I know that Josh is um on the road a lot right now and you've been and you're working on getting this record out. Um, but, uh, you guys did, we did get to have you guys play at TMR, which is great. I loved that. I'm yes. so happy that we, we got to do that. Where do we find, what's the, what's the best way for people to find your, um, gigs? I, I always tend to tell people to go to bands in town just because I think that's such a quick, easy way to find out when and where your favorite bands are playing. But tell us some of the places. That no, I, I agree. You. Bands in town is always a good way. And we try, I try and keep it updated, you know, <laughs> Is it sort of falls on us to remember to do that, but um, but yeah, we're super active on on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Uh, so you can always, honestly, if you just want to drop us a line, we'll t- talk to y'all. Um, uh, we yeah, Facebook, Instagram is probably the best. We've got a TikTok that we're trying to you know, okay. I don't know put stuff on. All right, put a couple of videos on there. All right. Uh, for a bunch of 30 year old dudes. Um, <laughs> but no, I can't say that because everybody else isn't 30 yet. So I can only claim I'm the only <laughs> oh, one. Oh, is that right? That. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so who's not 30? Well, I guess actually Josh is, but um, uh, Paul and, and Billy are, are both. Uh, Paul will be in July. So he, he's, he's the next one. And then Billy after that. So. Okay. You guys are just kids. Let me just tell you, <laughs> you guys are just kids, which is great because you got so much ahead of you. And um, I, I'm just so happy that I got to meet you one-on-one like this, Nathan. I, like I For said, sure. I've been Thank a fan. So I've, I've always thought you were just wonderful and endearing. And um, I'm, the, I think the first time I actually met you was last year at TMR when we were all right. singing on that little on the uh, stage. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, um, on the steps, right? On the steps. But uh, yeah. anyway, I'm going to play one of my favorite songs of you, that you guys have put out. And it's certainly a, it's certainly a favorite of a lot of people. 
and it's called glass bottles and it's pretty much self-explanatory, but it's certainly, it's certainly a way for you to, um, to let people remember what it is that's, uh, that keeps you, keeps life fun every once in a while, but it's, that's right. <laughs> it's just, um, it's just a fun way of talking about beer, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, you know? it's a true story too. I actually got a, a friend request from, uh, thing that said shiner and it was a picture of a beer bottle and i was like i have to write a song about that so <laughs> well i love it and i love you and i'm so happy that i got to meet you like this nathan and well, i want to have you, you guys at Appreciate the it. at the guitar sanctuary i think it would be a really fun night i think we could we'll do a texas homegrown music um celebration to have you guys come and play we'd love to come and, and play. um and just be able to share all your funness with all of my old fogies because you know all my my tribe i've got a big tribe of people that's pretty pretty much like me. We just never really grew up. We just, you know, we were, we were all, we were all from the um, 60s and the 70s and we're all about the peace and love and um, harmony and understanding. And <laughs> so right, we'll <laughs> dig you. I already do. Sounds so if good. You're, if you're listening, it's Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas, my guest, Nathan Mongo Wells from Ottoman Turks. And of course his singles are coming out this summer with an album dropping do you have a name for the album yet i do but i might change it we're still in that place. okay well we won't uh, say it then just be yeah. on the lookout we'll definitely talk it's about all it. a surprise it's all a surprise i like surprises but for now we're gonna play a, probably one of it's got to be one of your most requested songs isn't it it is it's a big sing-along so you know it's a song for everybody to, to join in on it's called Glass Bottles, and we'll come back with Texas Homegrown Music in just a minute. Well, I'm not one to boast. I'm more popular than most. I got friends in every bar, home, and town. They greet me every night.
Once again, I got to know somebody that, um, in a more personal level and Nathan, what a sweetheart and what a great uh, attitude that he has. And I love the way he looks at life. I can just tell he's really a super sweet soul and he and his wife both are just embarking on this music career together. And I love it. I love that she's in the business, um, working, you know, they're right there with state fair records and everything that they're doing to help artists get their music out. I'm just a big fan of all of it. And I, and I love it. I love this job that I do. I love getting to know these people on a personal message, personal level and, and bringing it to you, bringing the message to you. Couldn't do it without my sponsors. So I want to say thanks again to Tupps Brewery, Guitar Sanctuary and Burris Injury Law for helping support this program and making sure that we can get this music out on the airwaves every week and tell you about the story behind the music. So I'm going to close the show today with one of my favorite songs. And I just, I love this guy. It's Lucas Nelson and promise of the real turn off the news and plant a garden. It's pretty much how I feel about life. Enjoy it. It's the only time around you have like this. We'll be back next time. Naily Thomas with Texas homegrown music. Peace out everybody. I believe that every heart is kind Some are just a little underused Hatred is a symptom of the times Lost in these uneducated blues I just want to love you while I can All these other thoughts have me confused I don't want to try to understand Maybe I'll turn off the fucking news Turn off the news and build a garden Just my neighborhood and me We might feel a bit less hardened 
We might feel a bit more free Turn off the news and raise the kids Give them something to believe Teach them how to be good people Give them hope that they can see Hope that they can see Turn off the news and build a garden with me Trust builds trust All that negativity's a bust Trust builds trust Don't you want to be happy? the news and build a garden just my neighborhood and me we might feel a bit less hardened we might feel a bit more free turn off the news and raise the kids give them something to believe in teach them how to be good people give them hope that they can see hope that they can see Turn off the news and build a garden with me Turn off the news and build a garden with me